Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live. Today, the WannaCry virus rips through the United States and Alien Covenant drops in theaters. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. I got the moves. I got the moves. I'm making moves. You got to move. You got to move. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. Damn. I made the city move. I made the city move. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down tech news and nerd culture from a black and brown geek perspective. My name is Joe Braswell. This is Keely Shine. How you doing? I'm good, man. Good. Got the moves, bro. Got the moves, like 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 Big She's. <laughs> um, well, actually, I didn't like Big Sean's performance at the MTV Movie Awards. Though. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't really dig it either. Yeah, I don't know, but like, it's like Sean is like super dope to me, but he's also I don't say hit or miss, but it's like he just sometimes he comes with fire personality wise and performance wise. Other times he like put me to sleep. What do you yeah. think about that? I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far. Say so he's putting me to sleep. I, mean, I would just say that I, I, I kind of agree with him. I don't know. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think he's hit or miss. Okay. I think the performance was just bland. Maybe that's what you mean by that. That's what I mean. Like every every, every but, other time, I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm a Big Sean fan. Let me just go around. I'm a Big Sean fan. I like I like everything he does musically. Honestly, when I when I see him do interviews or public like whatever his public personal game is, it feels like there's a couple of missteps. But I guess mm. you can't be on all the time. Well, you need to be on all the time. Yeah, so... I just, the, the greats are always on. Yeah, so that's what I'm feeling. I like. get what you mean. But, you know, it's, it's all good. Um, lots to discuss today. We got some pop culture stuff. We got a big virus that ripped through the world. But first, I just always like to check in, you know, with, with the real world. With the real world. And, uh, you know, your boy Trump, man, he's really doing it. I just I just want to, you know, get, get your quick reactions to... Uh, obviously, he fired Comey last week. And then this week, the next day, he had the Russians in the old office... Taking and photos. Then, <laughs> and then only the Russian press. Uh, and then uh, yeah, taking photos for the Russian press. Wasn't, you know, we, we, American press wasn't allowed, of course. And then it is now uh, known that they told, they told Comey that you better hope there's no tapes of what, of what he did. And insinuated he recorded some stuff a la Nixon, which is not good. Right. But then... Uh, Comey, who's no dummy, who's the top cop of the of, of the United States for a reason, uh, took memos of every every interaction he's had with Trump and all this other stuff, and and he takes you know copious notes and if the paper trail and where Donald Trump said that he wants Comey to left left investigation of Flynn, and that does have a subpoena a bowl. People will subpoena it and they will call Comey to the stand, and that could be the end for your boy Donald Trump. The next question is. Do you think this is the, end, the beginning of the end? Or do you think he's going like, to move out of the way? I mean, it's always moves, man. It's always moves. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think that I don't think that the people around him are that smart, but I also don't think that they're that stupid. They'll figure out a loophole. They'll figure out a way to distract us. They'll figure out a way to prevent something from happening. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they would have uh, fired him unless they had a few other moves behind that move. You know what I'm saying? I would like to think that. I would like to think that. You know, but I, I begin to think these guys are not actually are really actually not that smart. Um, I, 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 I mean, they've done a lot of smart a lot of smart things since they've been in office. In terms of distraction, that's what yes. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And, and I think that the the the, Repu- the Republican apparatus, as it is, the right wing apparatus, is really why they're so quiet. Why no one's like you know slamming down to 
you know, to, to impeach Trump or get him out of there because they're trying to get these agendas through. They get the tax cut through. Mm-hmm. trying to get these re- everything deregulated. They got an agenda. Yeah. So once all their shit's taken care of, once once they get their tax cut, and once they get their tax cuts for the rich, and once they get everything deregulated, and once they get all the stuff they need, and then they're going to get Trump out of there. Yeah, they, they, have, but, they have no allegiance out to that. Right. So, well, I mean, so we'll see, but it's really it's really alarming how how little the the, the right is uh, being vocal about it. Nothing to see yeah, here. Exactly. I mean, Comey had to go. Hey, Russia's Russia. Hey, you know what? This is it's more about the leakers. It's not right. about the press. About the leakers. Right. It's always some displacement, no ownership or responsibility. Um. Anyway, I just think that's interesting because you know, circling back to tech, you know, he said he has tapes. Which is you know very 2017. He did, he put tapes in quotes, so who knows what that means. But also, I love the fact that you know Comey, who you know I've got, we, I think we all have problems with, but Comey is old school. He took notes like on a notepad, like took some notes, handwritten notes. So we'll see, we'll see how where this leads. But uh, to that point, um, I'm thinking about you know another story that came earlier is, is the idea of uh, you know all these uh, smart TVs and the, and the idea that they're, you know, the way these smart t- TVs are enabled now, internet-enabled, uh, camera-enabled, all these different devices, that they are all devices that potentially NSA and other people can just tap into and be in your house. And so there's this whole, um, you know, Chamber of Commerce um, is injecting itself. They're basically trying to... Uh, uh, Stop this lawsuit that we're over Vizio Smart TV, uh, and I, I just—it's a really interesting fight, and I just want to know your thoughts on on the smart TV revolution, and do you think this is the end? I don't think it's the end. I mean, I think that the, the, that needs to be regulated in some some regards because I mean, yeah, all these the Internet of Things, like it's always collecting information, devices speaking to each other, and that information obviously is leveraged to. Um, solve problems, make money, et cetera, et cetera. But I think in terms of the television watching us, recording us, capturing us, like I think there needs to be some type of functionality built into the programming that maybe the user can have some, some more control over. But if just like a blanket, like, hey, your TV is recording and siphoning all the information, like, I, I'm not with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 it's weird. I mean, like, we, we like the idea of smart TVs and every, everything's now sort of smart enabled. But, you know, at what point, you know, does that does that begin to, uh, you know, be a danger? And I, another question I have is, like, so even if your TVs weren't smart enabled, what about, like, these other devices, like, you're hooked up to something, whether it's Apple TV or whether it's Google or what, so some of these devices, ultimately your TV is hooked up to the internet at some point. Yeah. So, like, I am in the process of trying to do my house, like, you know, no cables. So I've been having a completely Wi-Fi internet house. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that a good idea? <laughs> hey man, we, we have an Amazon uh, Echo at the house. I mean, anything that's, like, voice activated, I think you got to be careful. I mean, because it's it could respond to your voice it means it's listening so it could listen to stuff when you even you're not even talking to yeah. it so if it's your smart tv if it's a siri enabled alexa enabled device like those are the things you really have to be watchful over and that could be very problematic because 
who knows who like you said it could be NSA it could be who knows who's listening to that that information you know the Alexa is particularly scary because you be like trying to have the conversations like you, you know you're like in a fight with your girl having a serious conversation or saying some really like private shit and you look over and, and the echoes like blue light like I didn't sex, <laughs> I didn't I didn't text her Alexa <laughs> no, Alexa no. Yes, you did on thirty four right. <laughs> on April tenth. No, but it's the idea that you look over and it's listening, and you're like, no, "Stop I, listening!" I've seen that happen in my crib. Like, yeah. why is the blue light? Up? It's yeah. like, it'll, be qui- it'll be quiet. It'll be no sound. I'm like, Alexa will come on. I'm like, we didn't we didn't activate you. Why are yeah. you even on? Hey, wait, hey, right. what you listen to? Right, just checking. No. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 all weird. Um, okay, so. Uh, yeah, it, we'll, we'll just see how this plays out, but it's definitely interesting. Uh, I want to move on to the to the Wanna Cry uh, ransomware virus, the Wanna Cry hackers. This whole thing that sort of uh, came dropped in uh, through through mostly through Windows Windows stuff. And this is just you know makes me. Why does anyone have? Since Windows is still PCs are so hackable. It seems like they're so hackable. Why do people still fuck with PCs? I mean, they're cheaper. What do you mean? I they're guess. cheaper. They're easier. God. They're mod- more modular. You're able to put, you know, put more, put customize what you want in there. So yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons for I it. Yes, it's just, just every every single hack, every single thing that come, comes through the PCs for that reason. They're just easy to f with. Anyway, so what it came through, spread around. Um, it's it's very dangerous. Uh, the, the idea of, uh, you know, holding people for ransom, saying basically if you don't. You know, pay us this. We'll we, we, we will put put this out. Um, not necessarily related, but around the same time, this just happened to. You know, Bob Iger said that they, these folks did that with with uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and he said he's not paying. And so we'll see what happens there. But um, there's just a bunch. Of, I'm just gonna go because there's a bunch of stories in this somewhere, but I just want to just talk about it in general. But like the 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 and of course. Most of this is there's a there's a there's an idea that most of these ran, ransomware attacks point back to North Korea, and and there's like a North Korean gang who's you know in in there, which by the way, kind of separately, the idea of these cyber gangs I mean I don't know what they look like I don't know they're like a bunch of hard thugs in a room but like the the idea of these room full of people in China. These room full of people in North Korea. Hey, they're the everywhere. Room full of people in in Russia. They're here too. Like a room full of people here, like 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 literally, it's just like like six hundred people just on terminals. Like that's yeah. their job, nine to five or twelve hours a day. That's that's that's, that's scary shit. I, so and I wouldn't say is I wouldn't say they're all centralized in one room. I wouldn't say right. that. I, I would think that they're pretty spread out too. Yeah, know? I'm sure they are. But you've seen these. But you've seen these photos. Or you've seen these descriptions of like China, for instance. They have these giant. Yeah, like, but those aren't hackers though. Those are programmers for for a, a company. Like how how is a hacker gonna shoot where they are with all the people? That well, doesn't make sense. No, no, no. I'm saying you've read. I've read stories. Not I've, oh. I've seen the I've seen oh. the pictures, but they're described as these big sort of giant boiler room things where like multiple people are just sitting at terminals. That's how they're described. Now, <laughs> maybe it's wrong. a legion of hackers. <laughs> I just like, We're gonna get you. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, what, 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 I don't know what to make of this, but it, it's, it's like I, I don't know. It just it seems like it is. Uh, it's. It, I, I, it's I don't try to be. I don't want to try to be overly alarmist and scary about this sort of things. But I don't really see. I don't see a way out. Like this is scary shit. Like how do we combat I mean, this? This is a part of where we are. We're in a digital world. So as long as, long as you have 
the dependency on the technology you're going to have people that are going to thwart that and use it to their advantage i mean that's just a part of it right it's a part of anything like there's always been you know that ebb and flow of of uh people trying to take advantage of find loopholes and and leverage things for themselves regardless of what the medium is now the medium is computer and computer programming so and be able to tackle systems and corporations and be able to leverage that for personal gain or even political gain so i mean i think that's just a part of the of the landscape in a way i think it, it it provides a certain balance you know what i'm saying because a lot of these companies are greedy and corrupt and sometimes it's the hacker that's exposing them you know even right. though and who knows they might be trying to like you know get the money out of them but they don't you, you don't know what they're going to do with that money they might yeah. disperse it in places that actually need it so yeah. i don't i wouldn't put like this negative uh demarcation over just hackers in general some hackers are actually trying to be more like 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 liber- liberators you know what i'm saying so, yeah well i mean everybody, everybody it can all be bad exactly you know so um anyway it's just it's, it's interesting uh I'll, I'll move on to this uh story there's this i think it's really cool i don't know how this works but the this giant vending machine marissa is where i want to go to yeah this is it's, it's a giant vending machine uh, and uh, it, it's in uh, actually, I don't know where it is. is it in China? No, where is I it? I think it's in Taiwan or something. Taiwan, okay. Um, but yeah, dispenses car, mm-hmm. dispenses cars. I mean, I think that that is one way to do it, but I think just the optics and the visual, you know, setup of it is there. I mean, I don't know if you can it doesn't s- just dispense cars, it dispenses luxury cars. That's right, that's right. Luxury so cars. Okay. I've actually seen one, this is like a parking lot though, okay. But um, I, I haven't seen like a car dealership. And I mean the idea that you can make a purchase online or you know, through, or through your and just swipe mo- your card. No, you can't swipe the card. Just wait for the car to come down and no, drive that's off. Not how, that's not how it works. <laughs> you got to do all the like the application through your phone or through right. th- th- through you know internet, and then you're able to get it and it comes down and get your car. Wow, but it's yours or is it like is it like a rental? joint? I think for this joint, it's a rental joint. Okay, but I've seen the one I've seen like the parking lot ones where you can actually swipe your card and your, your car comes down and then you drive off. That's crazy. Like, yep. That's great. I mean, like, there's things that are happening now, like like Turo and and some of these other other uh, 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 some of these other uh, you know rental companies that are like pretty almost like teleportation. I I use Turo and you press a button and then you know within an hour a car is delivered to you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really insane. And you're driving it or you're at the airport and mm-hmm. they deliver a car to you. Like so, I think this is dope because I mean a lot of urban settings you know you don't have the real estate. Um, infrastructure to be able to have like a, tr- a traditional car dealership where it's laid out and you have kind of like this uh, landscape design. So I, this vertical design now I think is kind of cool because it saves space, it's, it's efficient, um, you're able to you know still be able to f- fit the needs of the city you know in right. terms of how everything is designed so still be able to make profits. I think it's cool. Um, I, I think that like at the end of the day like I think you just hit on it at the end of the day this isn't really about you know, there's a vending machine full of cars. It's just really, it's really a design story. Mm-hmm. It's really an urban, an urban planning story because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like you said, in, in these, in these ever expanding cities, there, there's, there, you can't, like, you know, you can't make a, you know, big sprawling, like you said, or even, even like some, that you know, these WalMarts and like these things in the, in the, in the valley and in the suburbs. We have like there's a WalMart and a Costco and a, you know, and a Best Buy like that. You can't do that everywhere, so okay. you have to figure out ways to, to new ways to do that. I so mean, like, or like even like the the Target in downtown in LA, like the, yeah. the subterranean, yeah, city Target, tar- exactly. Yeah. I mean, just figuring out ways to 
leverage and utilize the space in a different yeah. dynamic way. I think yeah. that's cool. I guess it's cool. Um, this is also a weird story. It's interesting. The story, story, I like it because it's a funny story. It's just not funny. It's interesting. But uh, Evan Spiegel of Snapchat, um, he lost uh, $1.22 billion after a, after a after a little stock. You know, Snapchat's drop, stock dropped 23%. Um, and it's weird how they reported this because, you know, the, the, the drop is a drop and it happens and it's all, you know, it is what it is. But they're reported as a loss of billions of a billion dollars by Evan Spiegel. And I wonder if that's... But it is. It is, but I never hear anything reported like that. You never hear, like, the CEO of Chrysler just lost... Oh, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, reading, reading Forbes all the time. Like, you'll, you'll, I've heard, heard those stories. I mean, okay. but that's a part of it. And they'll, they'll gain a billion dollars. Like, yeah. So, I mean... And it's the same thing. It's like, because, obviously, I, know, I was wondering if it was just because of the fact that, like... Snapchat famously turned down all these people, you know, turned down all these bees. So it's almost, is it like people want to see Evan fail or is it like people, because Snapchat is, you know, I don't know. People seem to, well, like, I don't, I there's like a backlash that. of Snapchat I right, going on right now. I would say it was a lot of hoopla and them going public. And so because of all that I hoopla see. and all that, that energy behind it, you want to see results. And this yeah. is, this is your first reporting and it's right. a, it's, it's a fail, but that's why. What about all this stuff that's going on in Venice? Like they built these giant, crazy sprawling studios in Venice and they're still building them and the whole, and Venice residents are furious. They're picketing every day. Snapchat's uh, like, I mean, it just seems like every time I turn up, there's some sort of anti-snap situation, but. I, think, is, okay, I think it's more anti-tech. I mean, especially on the west side, like, yeah. we don't want Silicon Valley coming down here. Yeah, well, I mean, Silicon so, Beach is exactly. the big talk, yeah. Right, so I think that's what it is, but I don't think that's directed that, you know, solely to Snapchat. You okay, know? that's fair. I just think, well, the reason why I mention it like that is the fact that, uh, you know, Zuckerberg, like, the shit, same thing should happen to Zuckerberg. Like, Zuckerberg, I mean, Facebook stock dropped 14%, Zuckerberg lost a cool $1.6 billion, mm-hmm. and it feels like no one was like, like, ah, Zuckerberg got it. Because you know. at the end of the day, he's putting up W's. <laughs> he is. It's he's true. putting up W's. It like when you look at when you look at his his it's Europe true. his yearly report, he's putting up he's checking off boxes. Maybe the quarterly wasn't as hot for him for him. Like, but if you look at all four quarters, he's going to be winning. Yeah, I don't. And that I don't know if that is something that you could say about Snapchat yet. So very true, very true. Okay, uh, moving on, uh, Uber. Uh, you know they're 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 on the on the on the on the move of these autonomous cars, uh, and then uh, Lyft <laughs> Lyft is trying to do uh, you know uh, the same Lyft and Waymo you know which is the uh, I mean Waymo is the uh, it's Google's, Google's joint Google's yeah. joint are doing a uh, self driving thing so there's a apparently there's the engineer um, who's working on Uber's project who's working on all the projects. But because of this, I'm not sure if I get the story right. No, it was an engineer working for Waymo. I think he decided to go work for Uber. And on, upon his de- departure, he took a lot of information that was being developed oh, at Waymo. And got it. Th- they're saying saying that he utilized that to facilitate the technology being built at Uber. And so the, the court um, said that he can no longer work on um, he can no longer work on Uber until this is like found uh, to be a fact and right. so that's what it is but the fact that Lyft and Waymo 
um, have collaborated is, is a huge thing because both of those companies were kind of like in direct competition with Uber. And so now that they teamed up, it's like, okay, Uber. And especially with all the stuff that's been happening with Uber just in the news, like beyond their technology issue, like I think it's just a bad look for them. Like I, I, I think that they, they've been hit hard like since, um, what was that? The, uh, when they, what, what month? Well, I think that was two months ago when they were, um, when the the travel ban yeah. was on, and and they, Uber said we'll still pick up people or whatever. Yeah, like they've been back to back hits, you know, back to back hits. So yeah, obviously, before that, the CEO, the CEO thing, sexual, the sexual assault, yeah. yeah, harassment. So and stuff. Um, yeah, man, Uber, I don't, you know, they can't catch a break, <laughs> but you know, they're still making that money. I, I, I've subconsciously gotten almost, I'm like ninety eight percent off Uber. I'm like Lyft all day long right now. Interesting, and I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't particularly take a stand. It just is how it, how it's been working out. I don't know if that was oriented to my phone, but uh, you know, I, I used Uber once, I think, recently, and mm. it was fine. But I used to be exclusively Uber. Now, I'm, now I'm Lyft. I wonder what that's a winner. I wonder how Lyft is doing in the in the in the, in the you know in the, in the overall market. They're share. still number two. So okay, they, they haven't they, they haven't topped ground. I wonder. I don't think so. Okay. I think that they have the the potential to close ground by being the first to market with uh, driverless technology but in terms right. of their global domination it's nowhere comparable to uber yeah uh, i wonder how uh those, those those three companies in austin that we that we saw are doing <laughs> they're doing great in austin <laughs> yeah they're doing great in austin like um okay um moving on to uh this thing this notion of uh Oh, Apple. So yeah, this is well, this is a dump. So I don't want. We'll we'll touch on it. Uh, Apple's really having a big bet. We've talked about a lot how they're really betting heavily on this new generation of Siri. Uh, you know, they were the, kind of one of the first with Siri. Siri was first in Apple. It was a big deal. People used it. I just still thought because Siri spent two, three years being kind of buggy. Most people are kind of off it. Siri sucks. Yeah, most people are just off it. So even though they made improvements to it of late, and it is better, like I don't use it because I feel it's burned by the first three years of it sucking. Like it's it's actually better now. It, it's 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 really better. Like, but see my uh, face. <laughs> yeah. Hey Siri, what's up? No, thank you. Cool. No, thank you. Siri, what's my name? Exactly. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, but so, but now, so Apple is like again, it's a PR push. They are really, really, really like uh, pushing this out there that they're really revamping Siri, and Great. the next Siri is gonna be crazy. Awesome! I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I mean, and, and the, so you're not buying it? That's my whole point. I'm really up I mean, to see, like, and they get you, and you don't care. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gung ho about it. Like in the in the landscape of uh, voice recognition. I mean, you have Cortana, you have Alexa, you have Google Assistant, and you have Siri. I think those are the top dogs. So, I mean, I think Siri is last, in my opinion, in last place. Like, <laughs> like Alec- never first. Alexa is on point. Alexa's She's on never point. failed me. Yep. Um, I've never tried point. Google Assistant. Um, I've tried Cortana before, Ooh. and Siri always fails me. Cortana's but not good. I, I mean, I think Apple. Apple, in terms of, I mean. You got to think Apple, Google, Amazon, they both got bread. So right. they both can acquire companies that are in this space developing new technology. And that's all Apple's done from, from day one. They acquired, I forgot the name of the company. They acquired the guy that developed here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went on to go work for someone else. So yeah, yeah. they're still trying to acquire people. And 
and get the technology but up. Apple, you think they're gonna get their game, their shit together? They're Apple post Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Oh wow. You see, you're still you're still saying Tim Cook's not getting it done. You're saying he is. I mean. Yeah, like, no, well, you're saying still, he is. Still, I've got a cool new building. <laughs> oh, okay, you know. Great. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic, right. but I don't know if it's going to get me. I think the, the the real leap here is, as my, kind of my point earlier is, no matter how good Siri gets, we're all still burnt. So no one's going to be like, oh, now I'm going to try Siri. I bet Siri's dope now because right. it's already like either you're using it or you're not. Like, I don't think I ever but use it's, Siri. It's kind of gimmicky, you know? Yeah. Like, like w- when would you ever use Siri? Like, when? Uh-huh. Siri, what's my name? But, like, that's a gimmick. You're not going to do that a hundred times. You do that five times, it's old. Yes. What, what are you going to do next? Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if Siri, I mean, I know Siri can do this now. Siri called me an Uber or Siri booked me a, booked me a reservation, open table. Right. Like, it's able to, to talk through, you know, the various apps that you have on your phone. But, like, how often do you even do that? Exactly. It's just, uh, also, a lot of it feels goofy. Siri, get me a blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> right, it's goofy. Exactly. Like, I'd rather just do it. No, no, no. Like, it's, uh, I mean, you look, you, look, you look like an ass. You look like a jerk. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Joe, uh, book a reservation. I got Siri, <laughs> give me a reservation at a uh, Mozart tonight. That's, that's stupid. If I if I could ask Siri to find me uh, flight information right. for a specific time, and right. I don't have to spend the time doing that, that would be awesome. There you go. Yeah, Siri, I'm trying to get to Chicago to find me the cheapest flight. Thank you. Anyway, like that's right. different. Yeah, Thank you. that's different. All right, I, I agree. Uh, moving on, uh, we'll, but we'll see how it comes out. We'll see what maybe maybe the new generation will be able to do that. Maybe. Um, also, just on a side side note, I think it's so odd and weird that Microsoft named their thing Cortana after the Cortana in the Halo franchise. When in the last Halo I played, the whole storyline was how Cortana went rogue, a la, a la, a la Hal in a la Hal in uh, two thousand one. Right. It was all about Cortana's like gone power crazy and right, hungry right. and all. She has too much power, and we gotta go. We gotta go take her down. And I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of bad marketing, anyway. Hey. <laughs> but we'll see. All right. So um, I wonder if they didn't consult with the Halo folks before they named it Cortana before they made Cortana a bad guy. Hmm. Anyway, it's like calling. Like your they have new phone is called Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? what? Anyway, uh, all right. So Amazon. This is an interesting debate, which I think I, which I never really thought about in these terms. But when you think about what obviously Netflix is, you know, killing the game in in, in, in the streaming world and then creating a bunch of you know original content. So Amazon follows suit. They're spending a lot of money creating a bunch of original content for their Amazon Prime and the Amazon TV thing, which begs the question. Amazon, unlike Netflix, also have has a little something called Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. And Apple obviously has Apple Music, but Apple's not in the original programming game. They're just not. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not in, in TV or, or anything else. Amazon is. So why, with the, with the money that they have and the infrastructure it has, why not? Why won't Amazon just be like a record label? Because why, why, why don't they just start making up, putting out music themselves? That's not original the, content. That's not where the money's at. At least as it relates to music as a category, right? Well, the money at as it relates to music is subscribers, right? So, cause, and you want them not only subscribe to music but to everything you have on your platform. Right. So the music is just a, a tease, an appetizer to get them to adopt everything. Right. So why would I be developing, spending money on developing actual music I agree. when I could spend marketing dollars to build awareness around my whole entire platform? Right. So I, I think that would be a huge, I know they're not doing it, but that would be a huge strategic mistake if they if they decided to do that. Because like, man, music music is, is, is democratic now. It's democratized. And 
how the value of it is lessened because it's everywhere. And the the fact that, that people want accessibility to everything, that's changed the whole landscape. Like before, back in the day when record labels were popping, like you almost had an allegiance to the record label. I love Violator or I yeah. love Def Jam yeah. or whatever. Like you don't have that now. Like who cares about the record label? Yeah. Who cares? Like a record label doesn't even have a brand really anymore. Yeah. Like what, what brand, what, what record label has a strong brand now? Who? I mean, not a sub label, not any label. Like I can't think of like, like what does Interscope mean now? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, even like Geffen, you know, I was just thinking about Questlove. They're talking about the apartment, how the importance of Geffen music. And they had Pearl Jam and they had Nirvana and they had Aerosmith. And then they had them. And it was that's a brand. Like, you know, and then, you know, whatever. And now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything now. Wow. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. Good point. I mean, because also with that point, too, like when you talk about Geffen or you talk about Interscope, even like the cadre of artists, they were kind of like, they were kind of more similar than different. It was right. a tone, right? Each each record label have it, had its own tone. Yeah. That doesn't exist now. Exactly. Like, so. oh, Death Row's going to be this. Right. Interscope's going to give you this. Right. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Geffen's going to give you a little of this. I mean, you saw some of those like indie, supreme indie, even like the supreme important indie record labels like Sub Pop out in the Pacific Northwest. They still exist as a brand and they mean something, but they're not really putting out meaningful records anymore. Not like that. Right. I mean, so I don't know. Um, anyway, see, so yeah, that's a good point. Well, Amazon's official statement on it is, <laughs> which is such a, I mean, could not be more bullshit because everything you say is 100% right. That's that's the real reason. Amazon's reason is, yeah, this is a good one. Uh, labels really play up an important part in the world. It's really not our interest to displace them. <laughs> Great, right? Great. They do not play Thank, an important part in the world. Thank you guys. It's not your interest to displace them because it's bad business, and you don't want to fuck with it. Just say that. All right. Um, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Have uh, you, what question for you though? Have yeah. you have you messed with Amazon Music? I've never messed with it. Never even. You have a Prime account? I do. And you still haven't checked it out? Don't even <laughs> exactly. Know. I do. Right. I guess it's free for me. I can just go there. And I mess be- with it. I believe so. I believe. I believe. I mean, it I'm, already, I'm already paying for it, so I might as well yeah. just check it out. Yeah. What is it like? Apple Music? I don't even know. It's similar. I've I've, I've looked at it very quickly. Um, it's similar, but I don't think they have the extensive library as like Spotify or right. Apple Music. So it's limited. You know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's a huge ceiling for them to do something. Right. But they uh, they got the, so the money to do something. You know. I mean, but Bezos right now is throwing a lot of his money into the Washington Post to get this. You know, to the Washington Post is doing good work over there, by the way. It's a separate, separate thing. I, I will say this on a side note. I'll just do that. The uh, demise of newspapers have been greatly exaggerated because, you know, newspapers have been maligned and going down, but like Bezos came in, bought the Washington Post, spent, spent a bunch of money in there, and now because of the money he's funneling in there, they're doing some of the all the important stories about Trump they're breaking all these Trump stories New York Times too mm-hmm. not got the New York Times broke the one about the about, mm-hmm. about uh, Comey and his uh, memos but everything else has been Washington Post it's like this is their moment and just like it was their moment when they broke Watergate with Nixon mm-hmm. like they sort of feel like we gonna be all over this and so, and so Bezos I, I don't know if it's I mean, I know that he's dumping money and giving them resources, and they're, and they're getting it, and it's getting it done. I just That's mean, awesome. It just goes to show you that, you know, the importance of newspapers and the importance of good reporting right. still exists. The need I w- for I would that say stuff the, I would exists. say the latter than the former. 
just good reporting. Good it doesn't matter reporting. what the medium medium is. That's a good point. You know, That's a good point. <clears throat> I don't need to have a printed out newspaper and get it from from the corner to be able to get the information. The well, information is most important. That's very true. But 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 I, but I will say the institution of the Washington Post as a news delivery service, whether it comes to you on my phone or it comes to me in a newspaper. Is still it's still it's still a place for one hundred percent. So I, I think that's good to know. We wouldn't know that if it were foreign guy for like guys like Bezos who said, "I believe in this. Let's put some money in there and right. let's see what these guys can do with the money." Right. And they're doing shit. They're actually like they they may save our democracy. So you know, I don't know. I, I, I feel feel strongly about that, but. You're really passionate about that. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be this Bezos because every time I try, I'm like, the Washington Post is killing the game. And they were like dead. Right. And then, like, and and I, like, back to life. I just think Bezos somewhere like, right, get another check. <laughs> right, make you it know, happen. Yeah, make it happen. And they're doing it. So, um, <laughs> like, more resources. It's right, about resources. Right, right. It's not like they're like, he's not making a check and to take down Donald Trump. He's making a check to, yeah. to give them the resources to, to, to take him down. Right. Anyway. Um, or to find the truth, I should mm-hmm. say. I was going to take him down. Find the truth. He's taking himself down. Uh, Upfronts is happening right now. I'm just going to head Upfronts going on. This, this is where you find out if you're, if you know, what shows are you know renewed and 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 stay. That we and also a whole new crop of shows. What what's coming? Yep. And uh, as it relates to us, there's, there's guess what? More superhero shows coming. Yep. Uh, a character who I completely forgot about. DC character from the '80s. Black Lightning, mm-hmm. he's 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 back. Mm-hmm. He's coming in a TV show. Yeah, so uh, that one, I like that. Like yeah. you know, so he's so Black Lightning's coming. He's coming, um, uh, and then also uh, Krypton mm-hmm. is coming to Sci-Fi, yeah. which is you know that's the Ill, the ill-fated planet where Superman is from and that's Super, right. Supergirl. If you if, you're, if you like that show too, and then uh, Gotham's still kicking. Yep. So I mean, you know. I guess what I wonder how when we're gonna get to the point. I keep teasing it every year. Every year in Gotham, they they, they tease some some foreshadowing of what's gonna happen. And uh, and I know this season they were they already they already get to the point where Bruce Wayne is like training and doing karate and shit, you know. But I wonder what if they'll get to the point where if the show ends with with, with the Batman, right? You know, but I'm sure it will. But anyway, it's interesting. They would have to. Yeah, they have to. Uh, and then Flash is still going strong and all this stuff. I mean, you you, you know. Uh, DC continues. I guess the question I have for you is: DC continues to kill it and do extremely well in the TV world. Yeah, uh, not just on the CW, which is a Warner Brothers property. Warner Brothers owns on DC, so right. the CW is pumping that stuff out. Right. And not everything. Not everything was success. Legends didn't, you know, didn't really go well. But other properties too, like Sci-Fi and and Fox are doing DC stuff. Fox you, is doing Marvel stuff too. They yeah, Fox new, doing Marvel. They have a new Marvel show coming out. With yeah, The Gifted with Brian yep. Singer. I've actually worked on the show um, for the upfront. Yeah, um, look. and it looks great. I've seen, right. I've seen the pilot; it's awesome. It's oh, dope. Wow. It's pretty fresh. Okay, and I think that would be huge, actually, for Fox. I think it's one of their their, their biggest uh, properties they're trying to sell this year. So wow, yeah. Now, is this the one? Is this the is this the is this the X Men related one? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, I think we have that. Oh, I just yeah, just yeah. I just deleted it. All right, uh, so, you saw, so let's go talk about it. You saw the pilot? You saw the pilot? It? It's dope. It's did fresh. Singer direct the pilot? Yeah. Okay. Sure did, yeah. Huh. Well, he knows a thing or two about the X-Men exactly. and Marvel. He's done, so. he's done oh, what, I think, three three or four movies? Maybe four, yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's done these last three. Two. Yeah. Or two? I thought it was the last two, and I, then I thought I was like, maybe like the, I don't know, I don't know what the sequencing is. Well, he's I think done at four. least two of the first Exactly, generation. I think it's four. And he's done at least two to three exactly. of the new it's generation. Four. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, cool. So anyway, the question is, do you think DC, for my sake, do you think DC's ever going to get their act together when it comes to no. the films? No. 
You know what looks fresh as hell? Wonder Woman. I will I will agree with that. Wonder Woman. But does it only look fresh because she looks sexy as hell? That's part of it. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh the but just the campaign the billboards are dope. Like the message's dope, like the the trailer's dope. Everything's dope. I mean, I just really hope it, it's not dark, it's bright. It's like Zack Snyder's like greasy, grimy, or it's both. dark hands it looks right like there. It's like it's a good combination of both. Okay. Justice League still looks a little Zack Snyder-y. I'm, I'm hopeful. Looks a little, you know. Uh, and the Batman by nature is going to be dark, but right. that's fine. Uh, I don't know, DC, to get it together. I don't know, man. I mean, I think they'll have they'll have a major win. They better have a major win with Wonder Woman because there's been so much marketing spent on it. Like, yeah, I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, no, like more than anything. Really, really pushing it. They're pushing it because it's te- it's testing well. Right. So that's why, like, they're testing well. So they really they're they're leaning on it. I'm looking need, forward to it. They need a hit like no, that. Oh yeah, they need a hit. No, I think they're gonna get it though. They're yeah, gonna smash hopefully, it. It hope- might be the biggest. Yeah, it might. Well, that won't take much because you know Donna Justice. <laughs> I mean. Superman, Batman vs Superman and Superman, Zack Snyder one and Zack Snyder two were like, no, I'm saying doo doo machines. I'm saying I think it might be the biggest for 2017. That's what, oh, that's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like okay. what else? What else is contending? Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, we have the end of the year. We have Star Wars. I mean, that would be the only contender yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, and we have well, we have Blade Runner too. I don't think Blade Runner is going to top that. Top Wonder Woman. I don't think so. I bet right now. I bet you have a meal right now. <laughs> On air, you're probably right. <laughs> right, Blade Runner is kind of a niche audience. Although the movie looks fresh as hell, though. Yeah, looks fresh as hell. Roger Deakins cinematography. All right, uh, last thing. Well, not let's say the last thing. Uh, I'm excited about this. I'm gonna have to go see this tomorrow night. But it looks scary. It looks scary. But Alien Covenant, like mm. they draw me back in. Like my man, my man just seen it. He's seen the screening last night. Oh, Jerome. Jerome. What do you say? I don't think he's a fan of the Alien Alien franchise, yeah. so he might be skewed. But he said it was whack. Ah, <laughs> come on, Jerome! Come on, Rome! He said no, it, he said it was weak. No, I, 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 what you're doing right now is my same reaction because I'm an Alien fan. Yeah, me too. So Which, I don't know. But, but Prometheus, were you like? I love Prometheus. Okay. I mean, I but it, I mean, I love Prometheus as just as a concept. But right. if you're comparing it with the other pieces of the Alien franchise it's not one of the, the top three by no means well, I think it's that, like the last I think that Prometheus for me I was just really excited about Ridley Scott coming back right. you know I mean Damien Lindelof wrote it which makes me mad I just feel like Lindelof ruined it with all of his it's more cerebral ideas that gonna, don't right. go anywhere right. you know and they don't like he's you know so I just wanted more of a cohesive you wanted more like, blood and guts no I just wanted a straight line uh, narratively because this is the or like he's going, going back to the origin story right yeah. I want to see the, the origin story like this is pre Ripley pre you know right. like how they got to Alien 1 right so I thought oh but that's what this is that's what this is but yeah. but but I was this so is the now, sequel to Prometheus. I know, so okay. that's that's what we're finally gonna get. But I'm just saying, I was disappointed by Prometheus because they didn't advertise it as that. Like we're gonna do two movies, just gonna oh, get us I there. Got you. I got this you. is the first part, right, right, right. and they said it was like this is the this is the right, prequel right. to Alien, and it was done. I was like, well, what happened? Right. Like, oh no, we got another prequel coming. That's gonna be the one. I'm like, right. come on now. Anyway, well, everything I've seen <laughs> trailer wise, <laughs> this shit looks fresh. It looks fresh like, as crazy hell. stuff. And in Aliens. Um, you know they, they 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 you know in aliens they go to uh, this planet mm-hmm. and they're they're all all the people are already dead. you know dead yep. so I'm assuming this is the planet they go to yep um, actually both movies they go to the same planet right um, so yeah um, I just want to go back and watch them all I just well I'm I haven't seen them in a minute 
Well, I think Alien 3 and 4 mm, suspect. Definitely. 4 is like okay-ish. 3 is terrible. Still want to watch them. Ugh. Just to get all the facts. Ooh. See if it, if, it, if it all lands. Yeah, not, uh, aliens is Aliens the second one. Aliens is like, that's one of my favorite movies right. of all time. So, uh, that, one, that one holds up to me. But like, is, is it hold up in 2017? Like, the, of yeah. course it holds up when you watched it back when it came out. No. Because it was so innovative. No. But does it hold up now? Yeah, I just, I just we're, at, we're at Fox with Rome. Oh, that's right, you did buy that. I just bought it. I like, it. That that's shit right. is fresh right that's now. Right. James Cameron. Like it's just it, it's just it's just fresh. He knows how to, he knows how to make an action movie. He knows how to build suspense. The practical effects are good. There's not one thing in that movie that's like, oh, that looks fake. It's like it's on point, 100. percent And because um, a lot of it's practical effects and puppets and stuff, and like and, and people in suits, and it's just really well done. And all, all the mech, all the guns and shit are dope. That's all and all that stuff. People, I you know we say I say this all the time, but people forget that all the tech and mech and everything that James Cameron created in Aliens is 100% the birth of everything you see in Halo. All that stuff in Halo, the counter gun, every, every, the, 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 all, all that stuff you see is, is a ripoff from Alien. I wonder how much, if they're able to like, I wonder how that worked. Because it's a really direct ripoff. <laughs> I think, I, I could have sworn, I could have sworn that I read years ago that Cameron was involved with, had to be, Xbox involved with okay. Halo franchise. Okay, had to be. Because I remember he was developing content. He was developing a piece, like a movie for, okay. just for you to see it on the, I guess the Xbox platform. Oh, okay. Because like, I'm like, I'm like, how do they do that? Because right. all that stuff is just straight from Aliens. All that technology. Right, right. Uh, the whole world of Halo is, is the world of Aliens, the second one. Anyway, um, all that stuff's dope. Uh, speaking of movies that are also in my top, Five we, we, that they're back. Cameron is re-releasing uh, Terminator Two this year, and he's doing a, he's done a re a three D version of it. He's done him that. No, look, look out! If anyone knows anything about three D, now listen. Here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll First of all, Terminator Two one of my favorite movies of all time, along with Aliens. And here's what I'll say about this: If anyone knows anything about three D, it's him. James Cameron. Of course. So if you tell me Make that someone's doing a three D. A 3D conversion of something, I'm like, snooze. 3D conversions suck. They never work out. Like, they're always terrible. They're horrible. Um, that Clash of the Titans sequel, that, that was the worst 3D conversion ever. Shit was blurry. Like, no. But if Cameron is doing a 3D conversion of his own movie... Yeah, it'll be dope. Like, of one of my favorite movies... I'm just saying, I'm not jumping off the seat. I'm jumping right off the seat. All right. I'm, I'm really excited about that. So wait, he's re-releasing it in theaters? Uh-huh. Okay, that's like, like a whole, like, you know, in the, in the special theaters of the thing, like, he's making a big deal out of it. That's what's up. So uh, I'm, I will definitely be there day one, checking it out. Um, oh, I forgot about Pandora's opening. What's going on in Pandora? In, in Disney World? Is it like, is it a big mean? dome when you walk in the place and it's Pandora? I don't All know. The, the commercials I've it? seen, it just, it just shows the characters. I haven't seen anything more than that. But they make it feel like that you're actually in there and like yeah. you're, it's all interactive. It's just flying around and... James Cameron. Hey, let's go. I don't know what's going on. Okay, last but not least, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's back. Yeah, see? Like, it's a whole joint. That's what's but up. it's like, it has to be a dome because... How do you keep the environment? Yeah. Right. It's like Jurassic Park style. That's dope. I don't know. Oh. Anywho. I'm sorry. You said uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is uh, hosting the Oscars again. Yes, he yes. is. Good, bad. 90th. Yeah. It's the 90th anniversary. Uh, what do I think? Yep. I think that it'll be good. Like, it, it gives them a lot of uh, comedic uh, feeder, you know, in the yep. sense that because of what happened, you know, this year, 
um, <laughs> he can make a huge joke out of it. And people are obviously going to tune in to see, yep. hey, if, are they going to get it right this year? <laughs> like, yep. So that's going to be big. Yeah, it's, it's almost like he, he also, like he has to host it to right. follow up. Exactly. Like last year we did this. This year we're going right. to do this. You right. know, so And also announcing it this early gives him a lot of time to, to sort of really prepare. prepare. And exactly. This guy is super well prepared. And, and uh, tone, tone down those racial those racial innuendos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Lion King, <laughs> what? Like, come here, little boy. Right. I'm lifting you up, huh? <laughs> that's not that. Man. That was that was probably ill conceived. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. That's all we got, man. What do you? What do you anything else? Nah, man. I, th- I think you know we talked a lot. So good, okay. good topics, good stories. I right. look forward to wrapping next week. Cool. Where can they find you, man? You can find me on on the uh, Instagram and the Twitters at Joe K Braswell. Where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. Cool. That's it. We'll see you next time. We out. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.